Welcome to Back of the Bench. This is our third episode, and today we'll be talking about the Stanley Cup Finals between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Dallas Stars, and our champions, the Tampa Bay Lightning. We'll be talking about the goalie issue going on between a lot of NHL teams and the free agency market heating up with some of the best goalies in the league entering the market. And then we'll be talking about Week 3 in the NFL. We've had a lot of great games and a lot of good battles between some of the top QBs in the league. And then we'll be making our predictions for Week 4. And then we'll be heading over to the NBA to watch the finals between the LA Lakers and the Miami Heat. Yeah, so a lot of things went down in sports. Definitely. Uh, in hockey, we have our Stanley Cup champions, the, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yes, sir. We've both been saying that they were going to win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a great series, but uh, Tampa Bay was the favorite, and they really proved that they should have won. Yeah, Dallas lacked uh, players at the end of that series. Yep, totally. They got hurt. They really did. Uh Tampa Bay with their full lineup. Victor Hedman, finally. I didn't think he should have won finals MVP. I mean, Conn Smythe. You know, I think that it wasn't just the finals that got him there. I think it was just the whole run. Like, even if, say, the uh, the Denver Nuggets went to the NBA finals and Jamal Murray put up, like, no points and magically they won, Jamal Murray would still been win finals MVP. Oh, well, sure. But Conn Smythe, I feel like it should have been Braden Point. 33 points in 23 games. Yeah, he definitely, Which was yeah. mad. It was impressive. And he showed on. He just put on this amazing scoring performance. And I think he was snubbed. I think the best part of the finals was seeing Stamkos raise the cup. Even if he didn't do anything. Here's what I think. Hey, he did score. Yeah. He, he, he could have left them in so many opportunities. He's He was their prime player. They lost to the Blackhawks, your team. Mm, yeah, they you did. Know? They did. They lost, and then he could have walked for a better team, but he didn't. He stayed loyal, and then look at them now. It went from losing in the first round to the Columbus Blue Jackets, taking them to five overtimes, and then winning the Stanley Cup. Yeah, that was, uh, Tampa Bay was definitely proving that they have been the best team in hockey, and debatably the best team of all time after their uh, season where they got the most wins and won. Remind me what happened at the end of that season? Uh, We will not talk about that. They lost in four, did they not, to the Blue Jackets, right? Well, I still think. Sergei Barbowski, how's he doing now? Well, he was actually a horrible free agent signer. <laughs> yeah, we we know. Yeah. Florida Panther fans. <laughs> oh, Panther fans, you did not deserve that. He tried to make his own little LeBron team there, and uh, didn't work out, did it? Yeah, really didn't. But, you know, the Tampa Bay Lightning played really well. Now, it's nice to see them win a cup, especially if Hedman and Namco have been with them for the long haul. Oh, yeah. Um, you got to think that, like... Uh, it was just it was just a time. It was yeah. a day. It was bad. Yeah, I think the, I think one of the main reasons they won the goalie, you know, kind of back and forth with Anton Hudobin and oh. Andre Vasilevsky. You can see the skill gap there. Yeah. There's a there is a bit of a jump, but Kudobin does now hold the record for most saves in a playoff game due to him going through five overtimes, but Still. Not Hudobin. Is doesn't uh Merz Lincolns have it? No, it was Kudobin who said Oh not Kudobin. What's his name? Uh Damn, what's his name? Merz Lincolns went through five overtimes. No, no, Merz Lincolns didn't play. Ooh, who played Jonas that game? Corpusalo. Yeah, Corpusalo. the record. Uh, yeah. I'm thinking, I'm messing up uh, European names, but yeah. Kudobin did play very well. Yeah. Uh, and he did kind of carry his team when they lost uh, their starting goalie, and he played very well. Uh, okay, but let's let's be realistic here. Would Ben Bishop have been suitable for them to make that deep of a run? 
Yeah. Really? I think Ben Bishop would have been. He was uh, an amazing goalie last year, and he played really, you know, he played really well, and I think he actually could have done the same. Uh, but I do feel like they would have lost in five had Kudobin uh, not played. Uh, and to quote Kudobin himself, we're not going home, but they are indeed headed home now, and Tampa Bay will hoist the cups over their head back in Tampa. It was a story tale ending for the Tampa Bay Lightning. As we move over to goalies in the NHL, yeah. just this week, Henrik Lundqvist being bought out by the New York Rangers. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think uh, it was, you know... It was a time time to come for him. He's uh, he's not as good as he was, uh, and their new goalie, uh, he, the Russian kid, playing very well. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce his name. Uh, Just say Igor. Yeah, Igor. Uh, Igor Shesterkin, if you want to try and hear me say that. Um, but they did play very well. Just kidding. They got destroyed by Carolina. They got a future. It is time for him to go. Yeah, and no, definitely. It's rebuild hour for them, but this rebuild is going to be quick. They got Panarin. They got Lafreniere. They got a lot of guys on that team that will dominate. Like, their scorers are Zibanejad. He can put the puck in the net. Panarin, he's just an all-around star. Uh, what Laf- about the, Didn't the Blackhawks have him at one point? Didn't they trade him? <sighs> you always bring, come back to the Blackhawks, don't you? Did they have him? I'm not. We did have them. We he was undrafted. We signed him. He won Rookie of the Year, and then we traded him for Sod. Wait, why? <laughs> you know what? That's a question. Not even I know the answer to. But uh, Panarin is a great player. Come on, Chicago, learn to keep your players. And uh, we had a. They had a great. They have a great team. It just needs. They need to get rid of some guys, and Lundqvist had to be the first to go. Which brings us to the next topic, and that is the free agency of not just him, but a lot of other goalies, and Corey yeah. Crawford, Robin Leonard, Jacob Markstrom. You know, yeah, big names are coming out for especially for the Canucks with the expansion draft. You know. Oh yeah. But I saw this interesting post. You know, it was like, what would they? What would everyone think about the Canucks signing Lundqvist to be that one B type goalie? You know, Demko would start if they decided not to keep. Markstrom, which is a possibility with the expansion draft. Well, it is. I just don't think Lundqvist is the guy the Canucks need to sign because you want a young team and he's just weighing down contract space. So personally, I wouldn't sign him. And I think a team that could get him would be Colorado. But if you're Colorado, I think you'd want a better goalie. Holtby maybe? Holtby, Robin Leonard, one of those guys. Um Big names are going to come up in the free agent market for goalies, and I don't think Colorado's going to settle for Lundqvist, but say a lot of goalies go different places, he'll definitely go to Colorado because Lundqvist is he's going to ring chase. He's, yeah. And I think, I, I don't think he, I don't, I'm not saying people should like make fun of him for it, but he could have done it in the, with the Rangers, but uh, there were a lot of teams that were better than the Rangers at the time when he was playing. Well, he went to the Stanley Cup final, went to the Cup final, lost. To the Kings, you know, and that was that was a good series. That was a great series. Double overtime, right? Alex yep. Martinez off the shot off his pad. I think it's fair that he ring chases now. Um and hundred percent. You know, but the thing is he might not be a starter. And that's kind of okay if you're not a starter because you just kinda of want to ring. And you know, Lundquist needs to know that uh you want this ring so bad, and you'll do anything for it. So heading to a like a team that has an amazing future, like uh, Colorado, which has cap space, will be nice. But like I said before, they don't have you know. There's better options. Much much better options. But if he's their last guy to go to, by all means, he could even be a starter on that team because we know the goaltending in Colorado is a major issue. 
You know, I still think that the Canucks thing is a possibility because Jim Benning, uh, is he really the smartest when it comes to... I wouldn't be uh, surprised. Jim Benning's ideas are, yeah, this dude's really old. Give him $4 million. So, Lundqvist, it could be, this dude's really old and used to be good. Give him $10 million. Because we know that he cannot sign free agents. Jim, you're great at drafting players, but signing is not your thing. We've seen you make horrible errors in signings. You're pretty good at trades. (laughs) Tivoli was a good one, but... Please, leave the signings to... You think the Canucks are going to re-sign Tivoli? I think the Canucks are going to try and re-sign everybody, and they'll get put into cap hell. And they won't be able to bring back guys like Brock Besser in the future because they wanted Tyler Toffoli for another two years. When, If I were the Canucks, wouldn't you just flip Besser for something else? I would not. I would keep Brock Besser. He does have great trade value because he's young and he's a really good player. But you also got to realize, wouldn't you want a line of like Patterson? Yeah. No, no, I'm not saying that. Rock? But you know, him in the playoffs—that was a—that uh, was a. Uh... I give the guy credit. You know what? It's not like a Paul George situation where he did absolutely nothing. He did a little bit more than Paul. What Paul George would do. But isn't that holding? Well, isn't that holding bad the Canucks because they could get somebody better who actually performs in the playoffs? Well, that's true. But I don't think that's a deal that they want to make. Uh, if you're going to trade Besser, I think you give him until the trade deadline of this season. See how well he does. Um, because Besser is a he's a very good player. He's a very prolific scorer. And the Canucks do need scoring. Okay. Well, think about it this way. You could resign to Foley, right? Or you could trade Besser for somebody with less cap that will not need you know, a big contract coming up. What would, you, would you rather resign to Foley or keep Besser for the long haul? I would keep Besser for the long you haul. You keep Besser for the long haul? Really? Would, yes. Yeah. Don't you think the Stanley Cup window is going to come to an end soon? I, no, I think, I, think it, I think it opened just now because it was super important for them to not only beat the defending champs but put a fight up against Vegas in the second round. That was huge. That gives them playoff experience. And that's the same thing with a lot of teams right now. You think about uh, Chicago especially. You know, They are the youngest team in the NHL. And they have veteran experience on that team. Cup champions and Jonathan Taves, Patrick Kane, Duncan Heath, Brent Seabrook, Corey Crawford. All those names are cup champions. And all those names are on the cup multiple times. So not only having championship DNA on that team, young guys that just upset Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, that's amazing for them. So the Canucks kind of had that same situation where they had that playoff experience, which means now they know what to do and Besser is only going to get better. So I would keep Besser for the long run. So then how is their contract thing going to work in the future with Besser, Patterson, Hughes? Well, they're going to be a bit stuck. They won't be able to sign free agents, but knowing Jim Benning, he'll try, and then he'll sign some guy like... Uh, another uh, Tyler Myers? Yeah, he'll probably sign another Tyler Myers. You know, on, on the note of Jim Benning stuff, what about JT Miller? What, didn't he used to play for the Tampa Bay Lightning? He did used to play for the Tampa Bay Lightning, Ooh. which means he I think he will be getting a ring. Uh, as he, I think it's like a Dion Waiters situation, but if he does get a ring, he'll be the only Canuck player on the team with a championship ring. Uh, actually, Brandon Sutter. And Tanner Pearson? I forgot Toffoli was on the team and Brandon Sutter, my bad. What about Pearson? Pearson? Tanner oh, Pearson. Tanner Pearson. I'm sorry. He's just kind of forgettable, but uh, he's actually a pretty good player. Uh, All right, moving on from the NHL, we'll take a little peep into the NFL with our week three week recap. Right off the bat, the Miami Dolphins played the Jacksonville Jaguars, and this was such a boring game. Dude, okay, I just, I'm not going to watch that. I don't really care. It's the Dolphins versus the Jaguars. Come on. I could watch anything else. I will watch darts instead of that game. 
Baseball, maybe. Baseball? That is that's huge for you, buddy. That's baseball we're talking about. Alright, well let's just skip that and then you know move on to the Falcons game where the Falcons blew yet another lead. The first team to blow two fifteen point leads in a season and they did it back to back. Woo! Falcons! They're so good. Proving right? to be the worst defense in the NFL, maybe just in front of the Jets, but I still put them at the least because they can't play the fourth quarter. The Chicago Bears subbing in Nick Foles, and Nick Foles absolutely deteriorated the Falcons secondary. Oh my god, it was brutal to watch. To see Nick Foles, a washed-up quarterback, just wipe the Atlanta Falcons is the only normal thing to happen this year. So it was... It was just fun to watch the Falcons lose. Definitely, it's the, the, the Falcons just have something about losing old quarterbacks. I just Tom Brady, like I don't Nick like, Foles. Well, I mean, Tom Brady's still Tom Brady, but Nick Foles, that, that's like, eh. like I don't like the Falcons, and I don't have a reason not to like them. They're just hateable. Because can you not win a game when you're up? They blow so many leads. You know, you gotta watch those Falcons fans. Keep them on check. Oh Jesus! Make sure they're not hurting too much. Please. As we move over to the Bills game and the Bills actually had a lead, lost the lead, and then regained the lead to beat the Rams. Actual roller coaster. In a great game. They blew a 25-point lead and then took it back to beat them 35-32 with a late touchdown by Tyler Croft, the tight end. Now, this was a great game by Josh Allen. Four touchdowns. Mm, The fantasy points for me. So great. I accidentally started him, but uh, still. Accidentally started him? How? <laughs> I hit the wrong button, but... Uh, You're yeah. back with quarterbacks Gardner Minshew. You didn't accidentally start him. No, I didn't have over. Gardner Minshew. Teddy Bridge- who do you have? Teddy Bridgewater. I wanted to start him for that Why game. would you start Teddy Bridgewater? Because I'm an idiot. That's and even worse. You still won the game. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but we'll, yeah. we'll stray away from fantasy. Don't take tips from me. Yeah, um, definitely do not. <laughs> you didn't need to say that last part, but uh, the Buffalo Bills did actually really show the Rams that they are they're undefeated. And uh, they're a good team, but can they hold up against those guys like uh, the Seahawks? Or can they hold up against the Saints? I don't Uh, know if the Saints is somebody you should be questioning after their great game against the Packers. But can they hold their ground against the Packers? That's more of a feat now. And I guess we'll go to the Packers versus Saints game. No, we're not going to the Packers versus Saints game yet. Come on. Can we get it out of the way? Washington football team game. Yeah, Washington. For the Cleveland Browns and Nick Chubb absolutely steamroll. The football team, after they gave up five turnovers, it was Browns defense galore, and I don't think that that needs much explaining. No, Chase Young goes out with an injury, and the football team is screwed. Okay. I think the football team, um, yeah, I have to admit, it was fun to watch the Washington football team play, just because their name is funny, and they're a dumb team, but uh, just, they don't have it. They don't have anything. I don't think they're going to win many more games. Because they don't have a lot of good matchups coming up. They're playing against a lot of good teams. So I think Washington's done. Yeah, they Washington have, this week plays the Baltimore Ravens. So that'll be a slaughter fest. I say uh, like three rushing touchdowns for a Bro, football team's going to wipe them. What are you talking about? They're going to absolutely wipe <laughs> oh, them. Oh, man. The way football team just does football. Nothing. They literally excel at nothing. You know? Yeah, a lot of people excel at nothing, uh, especially Chase Young. Uh, what are you talking about? Chase Young led the league in sacks, or tied for the lead in sacks as a rookie. Cool. This guy's cool, but an inhumane beast. Cool, but he doesn't do anything on any team. He's like he's like you, inhumane beast. Yeah, you didn't need to say that. Okay, moving on. The Titans played the Vikings, and 
This was the game where COVID was actually involved. Yes, this is important because this could mean a lot for the NFL. This could yeah, mean the this Titans is, missing this is, a couple weeks. It could this mean is our them. first outbreak. Uh, we'll say outbreak in quotations. Yeah. Because it's not, it, look, it's still Five huge. staff members, three players. The Titans are not allowed in their facility till Saturday. Their game against the Steelers got postponed. Yeah, this could be like the first situation of like missing a week of football or forfeiting. No, a game. it's 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 not. I think they're just gonna postpone it till Monday or Tuesday. The reason for this is because the Tennessee Titans, like every football team and any sports team, need to practice and they need to prep before their next game. Obviously. So they're give them that opportunity to as well as monitor their situation. But let's just recap this Vikings game. The Vikings fall to zero and three, and you know most of us did not see this coming, but. We did see the Tennessee Titans winning because Tennessee is a really good team right now. Derrick Henry rushing for 119 yards, two touchdowns, averaging 4.6 a carry. That is a lot for him. But on but his ladder, Dalvin Cook averaging 8.2 a carry, but he did fumble the ball. Yeah, that, was, uh, that wasn't something you want yeah. to see. The most impressive feat of this game was Justin Jefferson, who caught seven receptions on nine targets for 175 that yards. That amazing. He's a rookie. He is a rookie and he's putting up mad stats. The thing that the Titans really need to work on is their third down efficiency going three for 13. Yep. If they can tighten this up, I think that the Tennessee Titans are real contenders going on late in the season wow. if they can get the COVID-19 precautions uplifted. I wouldn't say they're contenders because there are a lot of teams better than them, but I think they're a definite playoff lock. I don't know. They're like, I think the deepest run they'll They're make. a top 10 team in the league as of right now. That's true. Yeah, I think the deepest run they'll make would be the semis. I don't think they're a Super Bowl team. They'll surprise. Uh, I think they surprised everybody last year going to the conference championship. Oh, yeah. Well, that's just a... That was uh, Derrick Henry doing some Derrick Henry things. Again, Derrick Henry is doing Derrick Henry things. Averaging 35 carries a game. He's on pace for, I read, 476 carries in a year. That is a lot. Now... On to the Las Vegas Raiders versus the New England Patriots. This was, even though it was like 36-20, it was a defensive battle in the first half. The reason the Patriots won? Rex Burkhead. Wow, who would have thought Rex Burkhead? Exactly. Who would have thought? No one. But yeah. somehow he actually did carry most of the ball for them, and he got three touchdowns. So that's sure helps. The reason the Raiders lost? Josh Jacobs did not... Put up his usual. He did he's 16 carries for 71 yards. Decent. Uh, his ladder, Sony Michelle, nine carries for 117 yards. Much better efficiency. And yeah, Cam, New Cam Newton's still looking great. Yeah, Cam Newton is a great quarterback. And uh, he showed that. He absolutely destroyed the Bengals' defense. Not the Bengals, the uh, Raiders' defense. And uh, really just put a show on. Looking like that prime MVP Cam Newton that we've seen before. But uh, he's really going to need to take control because when your only receiver is Edelman, you're going to need to do a lot of running, and he's been doing a lot. Yeah, I think I think the good part about this game, on your point about Edelman, is that Enkeel Harry actually did get involved with two receptions on four targets for 34 yards. It was a good game for the receivers. The Vegas Raiders, Hunter Renfro got most of the ball. Nelson Aguilar kind of in there a little bit. But yeah, it was, it was a good, efficient passing game for the... New England Patriots. As we move on to the San Francisco 29ers with all their injuries, they played the New York Giants. I don't even want to talk about this one. How did they win? It's impossible. The, yeah. the, the, the Giants are just that bad. They're that bad. Things, two things that I learned from this week. Giants are the 31st best team in the league, and the Jets <laughs> are the 32nd worst team in the league. The state of New York really sucks. Buffalo, 
Top 10, but, you know. Yeah, Buffalo were easy top 10. <laughs> All right. Man. Let's just move on from that, then. The Cincinnati tie. Bengals tied the Philadelphia Eagles, and this was a good game. Joe Burrow, you know, Joe Burrow looked great. Uh, there's nothing else to say, really. He just, 312 yards. He is a lot better than Carson Wentz. Yeah. He didn't throw an interception all game. Despite Carson Wentz throwing two of those against the Bengals D. Yeah. Uh, Joe Mixon, 17 carries for 49 yards. Awful. That's Mile, poor efficiency. Yeah, Miles Sanders had a good done. game. Not really. 18 carries, 95 yards, 5.3 on average. You know, if That's you get, okay for him. If you get 18 carries, you got to get over 100 yards. And just like Joe Mixon with 17 carries, 49 yards. I don't know what's going on with that Bengals front office, but they got to up their O-line. The reason... I, heard, I read an article about Joe Burrow actually... They want the Bengals want him to spend less time in the pocket and not get sacked when he's averaging the league lowest time in the pocket. That's uh, yeah, they don't really know what they're talking about, do they? No, but now, T. Higgins did play very well. Yeah, he did play. He did play pretty well for uh, for a receiver like him, and uh, really just good play, good QB vision, and uh, one yeah. thing Joe Burrow needs to work on: third down efficiency, going three for thirteen, much like the the Titans. Yeah. But, you know, it was all around a good game. For a young team like the Cincinnati Bengals to tie the Eagles, who are playing really bad right now, probably like the 30th worst team in the league as of right now, but, you know, for them to tie an experienced team like that gives them the utmost confidence as we move towards the Steelers-Texans game. Where the Steelers came on top. Uh, Deshaun Watson threw a pick, but did have the better QB rating as he threw for 264 yards on 27 attempts for 19 completions. And, you know, he had, he had the best game of the two. I mean, he's only going up Ben, ben Roethlisberger, you know. Uh, David Johnson did not have a good game. Really? 13 carries, 23 yards. Okay. The touchdown. Pittsburgh Steelers defense is the best in the league. They held Saquon to six yards. They keep Derrick Henry at 23 yards. There's not much else to say. And uh, James Conner had a great game. 18 carries, 109 yards. Yeah. averaging 6.1 on average with a touchdown. That's a great game for him. But uh, the wide receiving game in this game was... Uh, Bleak. Uh, yeah, not not something that was entertaining. Yeah, it was not it was not really good. Uh, Eric Ebron led the Steelers in targets and receptions, and Randall Cobb ca- caught all of his targets, which were four for an average of twenty three point eight on ninety five yards. As we move towards the Jets Colts game, where the Colts defense oh. absolutely stood on their head, getting two defensive touchdowns, because the Jets probably are going to go zero sixteen. Moving on from that, yeah, that atrocity. The Carolina Panthers playing Justin Herbert. Managed to win. Joey Sly kicked so many field goals. Yes, that was. Uh, and did I don't think he even won. Uh, did he win special teams player of the week? No. Yeah, which is surprising, but uh, still it was a good game, a uh, real close one. Um, Carolina. Uh, I'm surprised they kind of have a win. Honestly, I'm surprised they didn't go 0 three. Same thing with the Chargers. But uh, there they are. Much like your take last week, the Carolina Panthers are not going to win a game with Christian McCaffrey and the one with their, in their first week without McCaffrey. Ah, real cool, real cool. <laughs> uh, anyway, on to the next game, I guess. Detroit, Arizona, and Detroit giving us the Seahawks a wide-open NFC West lead yep. as somehow the Cardinals lost. The Cardinals really did not play well in the second half. You know, it, was, it just wasn't a good performance. Matthew Stafford really showed everyone who's boss. But the real issue, Kyler Murray with three interceptions. Yeah, You know, DeAndre Hopkins starting his campaign for Kyler Murray MVP. Kyler Murray, oh yeah, wow. Wow, I know, 72.3 quarterback rating. He's really going to beat out Russell Wilson, who has how many touchdowns now? 14? Sure. The most in the league. 
I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't get a vote again because nobody. Well, obviously, cares. nobody pays attention to the Seahawks. On to the next game: the Tampa <laughs> Bay Buccaneers versus the Denver Broncos, and Tom Brady does some. Do we really need to talk about this game? Jeff Driscoll played. Yeah, you're right. Jeff Driscoll did play. Monday, September 28th, the Kansas City Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes. No, what are you talking about? We haven't even got over the best game, oh, the closest God. game of the oh, of the year so right. far, besides the Patriots Seahawks game. The Dallas-Seattle game where Ryan Neal of the practice squad player who was going to quit football the week before picks off Dak Prescott with 30 seconds to go in the game to seal the deal for Seattle with Jamal Adams leaving the game. He he will return with a grade one groin strain most likely in two weeks. Chris Carson with an injury that was not supposed to be a thing with Dallas Cowboy player, kind of. Yeah, and another thing, uh, you know, the Seahawks actually uh, was seven punts in that game. Yeah, which was uh, which was a surprise, seeing as they also did throw five touchdowns. So it was a bit of a flip flop kind of game. Yeah, they really didn't play well in the second half. But Russell Wilson now with fourteen touchdowns on the year beats Mahomes' record for most touchdowns in three games by five touchdowns. Russell Wilson is on pace to get seventy-four touchdowns, probably not likely. But if you can keep this up, this will be a season for the record books. And now we can move on to the Chiefs Ravens. No, not do you even. You really want to talk about this one first? I do. I really do. I'm not even going to say. I anything. really do. I'll leave this one to you. Buddy. Yeah, the New Orleans Saints, your team mm. lost to the Green Bay Packers. But what did they do this week? Oh, they goodness. ran a bunch of screens. They tried running more screens, and they ran more screens. Kamara did have one nice run, but did it work for them in the end? Evan, do you, or do you want to comment on that? Would you like to comment on that? I'm just here so I don't get fined. I'm just here so I don't get fined. The Saints fall to one and two. Great. You know, I can see that they're very productive without Michael Thomas running all of his slants. Sean Payton starting his where's my slants receiver campaign, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, Aaron Jones had a great game. Alan Lazard really popped off with six receptions for 146 yards. Caught a touchdown. It was just a funny game, you know? Oh, yeah, real fun. It's, it was real funny. The reason the Saints lost, they had three fumbles lost. Three fumbles lost. New Orleans lost the turnover battle. Sean Payton needs to go back to the drawing board because screens aren't going to win you games. Uh, I think uh, we're going to go 14-2. and two. <laughs> Again, last week you said 15-1, right? 14-2. and two. <laughs> You're reiterating 14-2? and 14-2. Don't worry, they'll probably lose next week. Who they play next week? 14 and 2. 14 and 2? 14 and 2? Uh, yeah, anyway, on to the game that was really cool the Kansas City Chief versus the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, this was not a very cool game. This was just a blowout. Yeah, but it was fun to watch the two best players in the league duke it out. Um, we saw Patrick Mahomes, you know. Okay, okay. Before we, before we comment on the Patrick Mahomes Lamar thing, let's just reiterate something. Lamar is not a top three quarterback in the NFL. Lamar Jackson is your 2019 NFL MVP. 97 yards. Okay, well, that's also going against a pretty good rushing defense. No. Okay, Patrick Jones is up against a tougher defense. He's at home, and he loses. He doesn't even put up 100 yards passing. He's not a passer, though. Wow, he's a runner. He's a runner. Quarterbacks are not gonna be not gonna win games like this. When Lamar is asked to pass, he loses. He is twenty and zero when leading at halftime. He's zero and five when losing at halftime. 
when he's asked to throw, he loses games, and that is not a top three quarterback. Well, we also did see Mahomes throw 31 for 42, 385 yards, four touchdowns. So you're saying that Mahomes got 400 yards, almost 400 yards, one of the best defenses in the league, and Lamar couldn't get 97 on like a top 15 defense? Is that, is that, what, is that what I'm hearing? Week four prediction. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, the first game, Thursday, October 1st. No, do we even have to talk about this one? Broncos win. Wow. And the next game, we have Sunday, October 4th, the New Orleans Saints for Detroit Lions. We don't even no, need to talk about no, this no, one. No, 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 no. You're missing a whole game. The Colts are playing the Bears. Uh, you just can't read. What? So, the Colts, whoa, whoa, whoa. the Colts against the Bears is going to be a good match. Yeah, I guess. But uh, I think the Colts are going to win this one. Because I don't think Nick Foles is ready to take that starting job just now. You so. know what? I want to take the Colts. I really do. Yeah. But I'm going to take the Bears. Okay. I don't know why I'm taking the Bears. Actually, I do know why. I think that I think that the Bears being 3-0 and is a testament to their confidence. And I think that if Nick Foles play, plays, I think, that this is a, I think that they have a really good chance. Not that the Colts are going to be beat out like bad or anything like that it's going to be a close game it's two really awkward teams right now trying to find their footing and it'll be a good one moving on to your saints playing the one and two detroit lions saints win you know i gotta say i gotta say the detroit lions looked really good last week facing the cardinals team which is a lot better than the saints team right now honestly i really want to take the saints here i do i really do but they're screen passes can i get behind their screen passes it's great for Kamara in fantasy. Yeah, it is. But will it win them a game? Yes. They lost to the Raiders, who okay. have a worse defense than... Sorry, everybody. We do have a delusional man sitting with me right now. I'm taking the lines. Um, you can stop listening to the podcast now because we have a idiot at the table with us. It's actually very justified. They lost to the Raiders. I think oh. that the Lions actually have a chance in this. No, it's the Lions. It's the Lions. You know, it's the Lions. Yeah, the Lions are bad. No one's saying that they're not bad. But the Saints, if Michael Thomas plays, the Saints blow them out. But screen passes don't win games. On to the next game. We have the Cardinals versus the Panthers. And I think I think the Panthers will win. You do? I think the Panthers and Teddy Bridgewater will win. Okay. You know, I, I think that this is a more delusional thing. But okay. Uh, I think that the Cardinals will win because... Christian McCaffrey's not gonna play, so that's yeah, that's 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 it. That's my that's my reason. You know, I just think I think that's gonna be an upset. I know this is a weird guess, but I really think the Panthers might. Be Again, good. it's just like my Detroit Lions take. It's 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 unorthodox. Yeah, I guess. It, yeah. Uh, on to the next game, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars, Jaguars versus playing Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals. And your pick is Cincinnati. I'm taking Joe Burrow as well to win his first NFL game. Should have won one last week. Poor play calling by his coach. And now? Okay, Dallas Cleveland. Come on. Yeah. Come on. They can do it. They can do it. I believe. I believe in Joe. I think, yeah, I think Joe's going to win. Uh, just because Jacksonville's defense is going to get manhandled. and. Uh, oh, yeah. That's kind of true. But we're going to move on to the next one. This is probably one of the toughest games to back. The Cleveland Browns, the inconsistent Cleveland Browns, go up against the inconsistent Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to say inconsistency wins on this one, and I think Dallas takes it. 
I think, think Dallas takes it? I think it? Dak is going to do some nice stuff in this game, and I think he's going to kind of show up some of the defense. I want to take the, the Cowboys got. here. I do, and I am going to take the Cowboys. But I think that the Browns actually do have a chance of winning this with their two-headed monster, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, who have been torching defenses in the last few weeks. But I have to take Dallas. Dallas almost beat the Seahawks. They played really well. They probably should have won. A uh, bunch of luck with Ryan Neal intercepting the ball, but we move past that towards the Minnesota-Houston game. And you want to make your prediction on this? Or you want to hear mine first? I'll, Owen, make, I'll, I'll make my prediction. Owen three versus Owen three. Um, I think the Texans will win. I think Deshaun Watson knows what he's doing, and I think he'll be able to uh, make a couple nice plays around that D. And uh, I think maybe I think they're going to put a lot of pressure on Delvin Cook. And, uh, and I think that's just going to be enough to beat the uh, Vikings. Mostly just because I hate the Vikings so much. I'm taking the Vikings here. Oh my god! But the reason I'm taking the Vikings is because I think that Dalvin Cook is going to torch the Texans' defense. No. I don't, ha- I don't trust David Johnson yet, but Kirk Cousins and Sean Watson have been playing pretty similar these last few weeks. So, I don't know. It's, it's a weird game to pick as well. I don't trust Deshaun Watson's receiver core. That's my main. That's my main reason. I don't trust you. You are a Vikings fan. I'm not a Vikings fan. Well, you think they're gonna win, therefore making you a Vikings fan. What? Yep. That doesn't make any sense. But we uh, move on to probably sense. probably the easiest pick, the great and powerful Ryan Fitzpatrick goes against Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson in a QB duel. Seahawks, Dolphins. You know who I'm taking. Uh, the Dolphins are a bottom like eight team and a right. bottom thirty team in the league. I, I can't. Dolphins take. drop ninety six. Russell gets injured on the first play and the uh, stadium explodes into ash. You want to know? You want to know something cool? That's the Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson has never missed a game in his career. He actually played a game while he was throwing up on the sideline. He threw four touchdowns and I still won the game. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Seattle wins. Seattle wins. Wow, what a surprise! All right, um, moving on. Yeah, we have the let's see here. Chargers Bucks. Chargers Bucks. Yeah, Bucks win. Bucks. I'm not even gonna hesitate. Bucks win. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't. I don't need reasoning. Tom Brady. Other guys. Bucks win. Bucks win. Yeah, Bucks win. It's it's not close. Pittsburgh Tennessee. This game is gonna oh, be postponed. No. Yeah, it's gonna be postponed. So we won't make our bets on yes, it. But no, we will. Well, I don't think we're gonna. It's gonna be a while. No, it isn't. It's gonna be on Monday. Oh, well, then that's actually not that far. Well, then I think... Monday or Tuesday. I think the Steelers are going to win. Okay. The reason I'm taking the Titans is because the Steelers are 3-0, right? So they beat... Week 1, they beat the Giants by a slim margin. Mm-hmm. Week 2, who'd they beat? Week 2, they didn't beat a good team. In week 3, they beat the Texans. And in week 2... They actually beat the Broncos. All by slim margins. Those teams are a combined 0 in 9. 0 in 9. I'm taking the Titans. Derrick well, Henry's too good. He's too good. I think the Steelers, they're just going to win. I'm not convinced on the Steelers yet. All right, let's move on. Baltimore, Washington. We don't even have to make our picks for that Baltimore one. Baltimore wins. Wow, what a surprise. The New York Giants, LA Rams. Rams, LA Rams. win. Uh, New England, Kansas City. Kansas, Kansas City, City wins. Buffalo, Las Vegas. Buffalo. Yeah, well, that's a tough game to choose. And I don't think so. I think Buffalo is just better. 
The Raiders are good. The Raiders beat your Saints. Maybe have some oh, sympathy towards them. Oh, it's because we didn't them. have Michael Thomas. Wow, so with that one player, you automatically lose? Because Sean Payton... You lose Russell Wilson, those... what happens? You lose Russell Wilson, what happens? If you if, lose if Russell Wilson... If the Saints Wilson... lose Drew Brees, what's ha- what happens? If the, if the Seahawks lose Tyler Lockett, we're fine. If the Seahawks lose DK Metcalf, we're fine still. That's the thing. That Seahawks different. lose Jamal Adams. That's a whole different story. That's a defense uh, player. Uh, we did lose. Uh, we did lose Jamal Adams. He's not going to play next week. Yeah, you're going to lose. And we... At, to the Dolphins, you just picked the Seahawks. Do you want to pick the Dolphins? <laughs> Kidding. Okay. <laughs> uh, San Francisco 49ers, Philadelphia Eagles. Come on. Come on. Well, San Francisco's injured. Remember that. They just blew the Giants out of the yeah, water. Yeah, it's going to be San Francisco. Uh, and then we have... Falcons, Green Bay. Oh, don't you just love the Green Bay Packers? I think we... I think we wait, no, we already get me or Mayor. We just, the they just game. beat the Saints. Yeah. I that think. awful Saints team. We're taking the Packers. Oh, I guess we're taking the Packers. Oh, wait. Are you a Packers fan? Because you just chose the Packers? Mm, no, I'm not. Is, not. is that is that your Minnesota Vikings I'm not Vikings one of them logic? cheeseheads. But, but but how am I a Vikings fan then? Moving on. We have a new sport <laughs> to talk about. The NBA Finals between King James and his Prince AD versus Jimmy Butler and... Bam Adebayo. Wow, the big market playing the Miami Heat. All the analysts take the Lakers. What a surprise. All right. We're going to make our bets. Let's hear the pick. The pick is in. My, my pick is in. In six games. Okay. I have the Los Angeles Lakers winning the NBA championship and your finals MVP, LeBron James. It's not that hard of a decision. I think two games will be stolen by Bam and Jimmy, and uh, I think LeBron is going to do playoff LeBron things against his former team. And you could say that uh, Eric Spolstra knows the weakness to LeBron, but can you really find one with him? No, it's LeBron James. He is the greatest basketball player of all time. Yep, I think he is the greatest basketball player of all time. And I think Eric Spolstra will try his hardest to coach around him, but you coach around him, AD's wide open. And what? My pick is in, and in seven games, Don't you dare. I am going to take a team that I've been riding high on since the semifinals. I am going to take the Miami Heat. Oh, Reason for this, LeBron James is one of the best basketball players of all time. I Heat. agree. I agree. You can say he's the, I, I don't, I'm not really going to weigh in on that right now, but the reason I think the Heat are going to win, their depth is so vital. Like, I don't, I don't know. Jay Crowder off the bench. They got so many good guys off the bench that I think that it's hard for me to choose against them. But LeBron James and Anthony Davis are going to give them a run for their money too. You know, it's going to be a real back and forth series. I think this is going to be the most, one of the most entertaining NBA final series that we've had. Definitely. Yeah. No, Definitely. I. It's not Golden State Cleveland. No. Our prayers have been answered. Well. <laughs> Andre Iguodala has been in the finals six straight times, but he has only won it how many times now? I don't know. I think Tell he's me. won it twice out of those six times. You know what's going to be interesting? The revenge tour of Andre Iguodala getting that block when LeBron blocked him back way when. It'll be interesting to see what happens. My finals MVP Here, I'll say this. is going to be Bam Adebayo. Wow. I'm going to say this. If Iguodala blocks LeBron on a chase down, I'll buy an Iguodala jersey. Really? Yeah, I'll buy an Andre Iguodala jersey. Buy a 76ers one. Those are the best ones. I'll get those. Yeah, I'll get that. That's actually kind of nice. The old 76ers jerseys are that's fire. If, that's if he gets a chase down block similar to LeBron's. Imagine, you know, this is, 
Andre Iguodala's played with some of the best ball handlers of all time. Played with AI. Kyrie. Kyrie. You know, uh, he played with Stephen Curry for a little bit. No, I'm not saying that he's one of the greats at ball handling, but he's still really good. Yeah, yeah. He's not. Andre Iguodala is a stud. And he's a force to be reckoned with right oh, now. Oh, man. Whew. I'm so excited for that LeBron-Andre Iguodala match. I'm excited for the LeBron-Jimmy. And uh, I'm more excited for Anthony Davis-Bam Adebayo. Oh, definitely. Well, that uh, concludes our episode of uh, Back of the Bench. Share this podcast with people you know. and uh, Don't forget to subscribe and follow. Yeah. We drop episodes every Tuesday or Wednesday, so be on the look for them. All right. See you around. Adios.